Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Chit Chat Show. If you're new here, my name is Ken. You can find me on Northern Viking Every Day and Northern Viking Explorer on YouTube. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Stephen Loney on YouTube, an 8-Bit Warrior on Twitter. Good day there, Mr. Stephen. How are you? Good day, Mr. Ken. I am doing well, thank you. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm doing really good, thank you. Good. I'm doing awesome. Yeah. Thanks for joining me today. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. Do you have coffee this morning? I do have coffee. Cheers yes. to you. Cheers. I brought my uncle Whistler I have today. You have fun, Uncle. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got a fun show planned for you today. We have uh, some topics, and you can find them all linked in the description below, the show notes or timestamps, so you can jump around if you're watching on the replay. We're going to be chatting a little bit about some changes that may be coming to Twitter, um, Google Messages, some Android 14 stuff that might affect you. Um, Samsung SSDs, and then we have the Xbox Walkman as well. And you might be going, what? What is the Xbox what? Walkman? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in just a little bit. So um, if you're watching on the replay and you just want to see some of those segments, you can jump around down there. We won't be Steven, offended. We won't be offended. Not too much. But we prefer if you watch everything and enjoy your time with us. Yeah, um, if, if this is your first time joining us, though, Stephen and I have always loved to talk about tech and go for coffee, and we don't live so close anymore. Um, so we do that here live with you, and we um, hope that you join in and leave comments in the comment section. We can bring you into the into your comments up on the screen, and um, yeah, join in on the conversation on tech talk. So yeah, your weekend was it good? Yeah, keep asking good, this. Had a good One day weekend. you need, need to make notes. I know. I was just thinking here that I actually want to start having a little I, I what did, what did I do Saturday it's hard to remember Saturday I just I think I was doing a, a, a side programming thing project I work on uh, I do nice. a tweeting I work on a tweening tool for game maker and I kind of putts in that stuff so um but nice. good weekend yeah good it was really really good how about you good um yeah we had a friend in town so that was always nice to see him and then I had to fix the kitchen sink which was leaking and then <laughs> <laughs> when like when the family. friend comes in town <laughs> no after he left oh okay. and then we had like a family dinner and stuff so it was a lot of fun just spending some time not enough sleep and you know the that's usual. fine it's fine. We, fine we have coffee this morning we have coffee. friendship we have yes. news coffee fixes the sleep issues what uh happens steven though when we hit 100 subscribers on youtube yeah so at 100 we're at 91 today um so at 100 subscribers with nine more, we are looking to upgrade our lowly 720p feed to a high 1080p feed so you can see some more glorious HD stuff. So if you'd like to like support this channel, feel free to subscribe and uh, get your get your families, get your schoolmates. Get no, I'm just kidding, whatever. But like and subscribe and if you want to support us and, and yeah. encourage us to keep doing this. So Yeah. And go, you can log into your friends' accounts and get them to subscribe as well. No, don't do that. But you can tell well, them too. I mean, it won't hurt them. <laughs> it won't hurt them. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, so we've got some fun topics today. Should we just dive right into it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Twitter. I know you love Twitter. You're like a Twitter, Twitter aficionado. Kind of, yeah. You've got your cell phone and your holster on the side with Twitter already loaded up. <laughs> Let me see how quick I can do that. Oh no, I'm slow. Hold on. It's connecting. What's going on? Anyways. <laughs> sorry. I failed. I was gonna try. There it is. Yeah. Oh, Twitter. Oh, there you go. 
anyways. some cartoony character there. It's actually, yeah, anyways, we'll skip that. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Twitter. So, Elon, Mr. Elon, um, is saying that he may stop forcing you onto the for you timeline and allow you to have the uh, kind of chronological timeline. What are they calling that one? The chronological one? Well, What's it called again? right now the tabs are following. Yeah, it's it's for you, which it defaults to, or the other one is following, um, which is what I prefer and other people prefer. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just I, I, it's probably quite a few people who just want the I just want to see the people I follow. Right. I don't want to see mm-hmm. anything else. And uh, so I, I noticed that I had selected the uh, following tab. Because okay, yeah. it was myself, actually, um, Cody, who, uh, our good friend Cody, who watches this, he was wondering why he was just getting like this really weird, like, stuff through his Twitter feed. Like, he's like, what's going on? And mm-hmm. he, he didn't realize that it had shifted. And he was just in the, the For You tab that was curated for him. Yeah. And he was confused. He said it was almost enough to make him quit Twitter of how bad it was until he yeah. realized. <laughs> it, it definitely, I'll, I'll tell you my story in a second about that. It's not really a story about how I feel about that in a second. Um, so there is a tweet from Elon Musk. Next Twitter update will remember whether you were on For You, the recommended, or um, following or list made, <laughs> I just botched that. Following our list you made up and stop switching you back to recommended tweets. So um, basically it's gonna remember whether you're on for you or following and it's not gonna switch you back to um, for you automatically. So um, yeah. That'd be, that'd be good. So right now if I'm on following and I close down Twitter and reopen it, it goes back to for you, which is frustrating. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I like the chronological. I want to be. I want to see the updated tweets. Um, some of the stuff I follow, sports and different things. Yesterday's news that we already all know about. We want to know if uh, if what's happening today and what's happening right now. Yeah. And the chronological reverse chronological, I think, is what they call it. Is like everything one minute, two minute, all the way back through your timeline. And it it can be frustrating when you load up Twitter and it's showing you tweets from two days ago. From people you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I, I, I was hoping that it would keep the tab open. And I noticed that I, it's already caught me off guard a couple, at least a couple times I've been going through and realizing mm-hmm. had switched back. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, this, this seems to be a thing that they really should get it right and not frustrate people. If people want the for you thing. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Default to that the first time they go into Twitter and they like it. But for those of us who don't want it, please don't force us on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I agree. And I mean, and not just with sports, but our tech, you, if you want to be on top of the latest news, um, if you're under for you, it might be yesterday's news. And But some of us don't want the news. I actually don't want news articles. I don't want third. I don't want, there's certain things. I want my Twitter feed to be curated for how I've curated it. And I don't yeah. want, I don't want angry people in my timeline. Yeah. No, for sure. So it's kind of like, and I, I think there's, it's not just me. I think there's people who just want, there's a reason why we follow the people we follow. And there's a mm-hmm. reason why we're not scrolling through some other social media. We want our own curated thing of people that we. Well, that's why you follow them because they're giving yeah. you the information or the thoughts that you're after. Not, yeah. um, not who 
Twitter thinks you should be following. That being said, if you're not sure who to follow, the for you might be a good way for for things exactly. to for you to scroll through once in a while and find people that you might be interested in. But yeah, um, for I agree. The most part, once you've done that, you'll you'll find. I agree. I don't want the for you to go away. I want it to be the secondary tab, though. I want it to default mm -hmm. to who I'm following. And then have the optional for you for that the odd day that you're right. I may want to just have I have the capacity to care that day to check some random stuff out. Yeah. Um, right, well, okay and commonly, that. I mean, there's going to be people that you would want to follow that you don't know you could follow, and the for you is going to figure out the people that you are following and try and give you more people like that. So. But when you have an, that's true. But when you already follow like hundreds of people, my hope is that the people I'm following are retweeting others that I want to follow. Yeah, that's kind of like that's kind of my thing. I'm looking through there. So, so you want them to be on for you, so they can find the people for you. Sure, I want them to, <laughs> so, so they can retweet them for you. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I may have already retweeted some stuff in the from the for you line. So here I am, like this hypocrite, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like retweeting stuff from people I don't know. So, that's awesome. anyway, it would. Would you say that Twitter is your most used social media platform? By far. Yeah? Okay. It is 95% of what I use, I think. Okay. Yeah. And it, it has been for 10 years. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so if I don't count YouTube because I work with YouTube all the time, um, for actual time spent mindlessly on a platform, I would say it's probably Twitter for me. Yeah. Um, Facebook, I don't scroll through that very, very much. Usually if it's just for marketplace looking for, yeah, um, yeah. like, <laughs> and nothing against Facebook is just, um, the information I want, I don't find very easily there. Yeah. Um, and then I do use Instagram as well, but it's very, I think that's kind of refined down to some specific travel topics and stuff that I want to, right. Um, want to see. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Twitter is the most useful for me for information anyway. Yeah, for me too. It's just, it's, it's been great. And that's why I'm hoping Twitter um, doesn't try it. It seems like the more that they've tried to add, it doesn't, it actually doesn't make it better. And it's just mm -hmm. kind of like what Twitter was even like 10 years ago was good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So have you found, have you felt any differences on the platform since Elon took over in the last whatever month or whatever this has kind of been significantly um oh, maybe minor things mm -hmm. uh things i won't go into actually okay. but there's a couple things but overall i would say 90 95 no there might be a five percent the, the biggest thing i probably noticed was just people talking about it yeah that was probably it um yeah. have you had any um with them letting that many people go, which seems like it's through the whole tech world now, not just Twitter. Um, have you noticed any cutbacks that have created issues? I don't think they'll, I don't think so. I, I actually think this could be offensive to some people, but I think that I think the layoffs and cutbacks could actually benefit the platform. Uh, I think, yeah, it's, it's possible for yeah. sure. Because because of the sheer number of size of engineers and people and they've had on, it may have gotten too big and too hard to, um, mm -hmm. to I think it could help it get back to a focus. So this is yeah. not an insult to people who laid off, but I just think that there's a time when, uh, when 
Twitter could possibly be made with way less people than it has already. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, companies become inefficient sometimes and they need yeah. to trim off the fat if you call it that i and to all those people who did lose your jobs we hope that you're able to find yeah. work and meaningful work that provides for you and we're sorry about that that you did lose your jobs um it's kind of a hard time in the tech industry you keep hearing microsoft and google and all these companies spotify laying off people so hopefully yeah. to all of you tech people out there you're able to find um work soon yeah. so yep work you but enjoy to, Yes, work you enjoy. So yeah. cheers to you guys and yeah, keep strong and find good work. And tweet about it. All right, and tweet <laughs> about it, yeah. Um, so let's jump over to the next topic is Google might be working on profiles for Google Messages. And I know I kind of um, chatted quickly with you about this and you weren't even really sure what Google messages was. Nope. <laughs> so Google messages is, um, basically the texting platform on that you can use on Android phones. Um, it comes stock on like a pixel phone that I'm using. I've had a Samsung phone in the past and, um, you can load it on there. But what it does is it basically incorporates texting and um, messaging or encrypted messaging in one platform. So you can send encrypted messages through chat, um, through the internet, or, and you can use it as an SMS service. So Google, um, it sounds like they're working on creating profiles for users in this platform. And I think that's a good way. They're kind of um, more like what WhatsApp's doing and companies like that. Thoughts on this? Uh, like, I know you don't use the platform. Um, no, I was just checking to see if it was even on my phone. I don't think it was even on my Android phone here. I think okay, what to, brand you know, is that? Is that a LG. Samsung? That's a G LG. G6. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, that's a bit of outdated phone there. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to get my head wrapped around. So from what I'm understanding, this is bringing it, bringing it more in line with what's, yeah, sorry, WhatsApp and Messenger. Mm -hmm. um, so it, I, part of me is just like, well, it's just profiles. It's just you being able to see who the person is. Yeah. Um, but if it's bringing it closer in line with the other platforms, I, I, I think my question is at what point, I'm kind of jumping the gun here, headed here. At what point do these companies allow each other to talk to each other and we just get rid of uh, phone numbers? Well, that's just it. I mean, I think the bigger topic here is is not so much that Google's adding messages is, you're right, like what, do we even need a phone number anymore when you can make calls through the messages app um, over Wi-Fi, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I know we were chatting, most of the calls I get are people, telemarketers trying to sell me stuff. Yeah. And, and scams. People, yeah. Yeah. So just in general, I mean, I need a phone every now and then to make a call, but, um, there could be a way that you could do it through a messaging app. Sure. There's no reason you couldn't be able to do that. The only thing we would be missing then is, is just having like a data plan for like wireless data. But if you're on like a Wi-Fi already, you can already contact so many people without a phone number. 
Um, well, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, there's no, when will be the day that you just buy your data plan with the company without a phone number? Yeah. Or is just the, are we already there? Is the phone number just the add on to your data plan? Right. The phone number is the add on. It's not even assumed that you're going to get like one. Like here, you have one, but you don't need to. Um, so, I mean, even when we travel now, I buy like a data plan and we can call back home or whatever through all right. sorts of other apps rather than having to, to use. Pay the fee through phone the number. Yeah. 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 So, um, like I buy a, a data plan. I actually buy an eSIM data plan. So it's still like, I don't have to swap out SIM cards or anything. It's just an eSIM and that's just data that I'm running. So, right. And I, I remember before the lockdown stuff, I was going down to the States a bit and getting, I forget the company they closed because of COVID, but they, for Canadians oh, going down. Yeah. Roam mobility. That was a SIM card though. Yeah. Yeah. So I would get them and they had like a package where I had like unlimited data. So they had, you had like so much fast data, but then like slow mm -hmm. data, but if that slow data is just enough to get a voice out, you could just just use the data the whole time and not even worry about it phoning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the interesting thing is <laughs> I, because um, it, I'll create a hotspot with my data that I buy for my right. wife. And because we have, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Wi-Fi calling. She can make a Wi-Fi call through her telephone number through my hotspot that I create. Okay. So Wi-Fi calling is a, a call through your um, your phone number that yeah. goes through the internet. So I'll create a hotspot with my phone and then she can just make a phone call. Right. And then she's not paying any long distance fees. Yeah. Back to Canada or whatever. So if I have like endless amounts of data, I can just create a hotspot when we're driving in a car or whatever, and she can just text and call. And is this that. with a VPN? Are you doing like a Wi-Fi hotspot with a VPN? <laughs> like, <laughs> No, that's for cellular, but I did buy a VPN this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> we could have talked about that. <laughs> we could have talked about that. Maybe we'll save that for next week. But um, yeah. yeah, so I, I'm just going to jump back over to that article. I don't think we kind of finished it up. Um, so the profiles, they're, they're showing up, but they're not accessible yet in the Google Messages. Okay. And so I think it, it's likely to, I mean, it's likely to come with an upcoming update and often this stuff rolls out on the pixel phones first, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, kind of interesting. The other thing I do want to mention though, which is cool with Google messages versus SMS. And a lot of people might, might not know that if you are chatting through Google messages, through the chat, not SMS, it is encrypted as well. Right. Whereas the SMS is not. So um, if you want to make sure it's encrypted and that end-to-end -end encryption, I think um, that's something to think about as well. If you can so when, when we work on our secret secret topic articles for the next day, we can keep it encrypted. So nobody well, knows. We just, we just released it over here that we're gonna talk about VPN, so. Well, this is, this is. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, we'll see where that goes. And if we hear more about it, maybe we'll keep you updated. Yes. All right, let's jump on to the next one. Android 14 could block the installation of old apps. 
So um, I'm running Android 13. I don't know. I haven't seen a date on 14 yet. Um, I'm assuming they're, it's coming soon. Um, I hope to be one of the first ones to get it with the Pixel 7 Pro. So um, I'm yeah. checking to see what version I'm on. I can't even remember. <laughs> this this article probably affects you more than uh, yeah me, but oh, that's the wrong one. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Wrong. There we go. So Android 14 could block the installation of older apps. Um, so do you want to chat about this one there, Stephen? Yeah. So. I was interested in this article because it kind of is relevant to me. I'm somebody, one of the big features for me for Android is that you can sideload applications. Mm -hmm. So even with my phone, um, for example, I have some older applications, games that I built that they're not in the store anymore, but I've downloaded them off of sketchy websites and side, I've lost the original APK and I, I'll be able to like sideload them back onto my phone and still have them because of these sketchy third-party sites, which you probably shouldn't download from, but it's the risk I'm willing to take. Okay. My phone's been fine. Especially um, since you made the game. <laughs> yeah, I made the game. And as long as I know they're not injecting anything into the APK, like there's nothing fishy with it. It's my APK that I originally made that ended up on their site. Again, not with my permission, but whatever. Um, it, it's just one of the features of Android is cool is being able to sideload freely. Mm -hmm. But the concern here is that um, people could open themselves up to uh, malware and things by sideloading. Um, if there's applications that, that could be malicious. Um, but so I think it's reasonable to do this. There's a couple caveats. There's a caveat here though. Um, so when apparently the store, the Google play store is already requiring Android 12, uh, for, for new games, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't even know what version my phone's on. So like, is my phone not going to be able to access newer stuff on the store? So I'm a little confused because that apparently that came in 2001. Well, so, Google updated those guideline, guidelines earlier this month to the require newly listed Play Store apps to target Android 12 or newer. Yeah, so that's 2021. I, if I saw correctly that Android 12 came out, so that's not old. But usually phones get an update or two, like something on 12 might have started at 10. Yeah. So, um, but still, you're right. Like, I don't know if they're going to... So that could cut out a lot of stuff going forward. But regardless, so even if you have an old, even then you could still download applications off the store and sideload them onto your device, even if it's like mm -hmm. version 11, 12, 9, 8, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so Google is taking some steps now to potentially, so they're already blocking stuff through the Google Play Store, but now having like at the OS level blocking a uh, certain um, level of versions of the OS. Uh, older applications. So they're also saying that, but they, they could leave it up to uh, manufacturers, device manufacturers of where they want to set that limit, like how much they want to say, nope, you won't accept anything past this um, version of, of Android. Um, mm -hmm. But what I'm thankful for is uh, what I go to though is companies that have a ha that have an in-house um, Android application for their business, for their technicians or something on the field. Yeah. who have it built on Android 6. That's all they need. And they don't want, they maybe they paid like $30,000 for an engineer to program the application. They don't want to pay another 20, 30,000 something to come in and update it. Yeah. So um, the, the, it just works. They don't worry about security because they built it. So what I'm happy to hear is that 
apparently there will still be a way for people through the terminal, through a command shell to still sideload things. There's still a way to okay. do it. Yeah. Um, because I could see it really blocking out companies who don't need the security because they built the application. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, so I'm, and that's one of the reasons I like Android is that you can sideload. And so I'm happy to hear that it doesn't seem like they're going to to completely block out sideloading for older yeah. stuff, which is. I wonder how thing. it'll affect, um, you know, how you can have the Amazon store and download apps from there onto Android. Um, I wonder how that'll affect it Amazon. as well. Are they going to, are they going to start restricting from that side? It's a good question. So it'll know. be interesting to see how this plays out for sure. Um, do you know what F droid is making F droid nervous? No, <laughs> I don't know what that means. The other Yoshi, uh, you'll, you'll have to, uh, elaborate. Yeah. yeah. Thomas says, I thought Android was meant to be open. LOL. It, it is. Yeah. That's, it that's is, a, but they're yeah. limiting how many years it's open for, I guess is, is where, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do understand because they're wanting to keep it secure and most people are. A lot of people are concerned about security and losing their accounts and their accounts getting hacked. And I mean, it's a big problem out there. So, um, and this is an op. Sorry. In, in the case of device manufacturers, maybe it's because maybe they're beginning some people return the device and claiming RMA, uh, what's the word RMA, um, uh, because they siloed some sketchy app and they're trying to blame the device for malware. Um, Maybe that's part of it. F-Droid is a free open source store for Android apps. Oh, okay. I haven't never checked that out. I'll have to go look at it. Oh, is it pro safe? Tip. <laughs> is it safe? Yeah. You just, hey, maybe need to, I won't. <laughs> you just need to give your SIN number and stuff to get in there and yeah. give, give it to Yoshi. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I didn't know about that. So, so Yoshi, can you install that? Could I go install F-Droid on my LG G6 and it gives me access to that other stuff? or something so, anyway. yeah, that'll be interesting cool. i guess it's an open source version of like the amazon store or whatever right so, yeah cool interesting well we, we'll wait to hear from yoshi if he's gonna let us know but let's shall we move on <laughs> to the next topic and we can sure back to that well, unless he's go. gonna type really fast <laughs> sorry all you podcast listeners as yoshi's typing really fast on the other end or maybe he went to get a coffee and he's not typing at all all right well we'll move on to the next one um so samsung there has been the samsung 990 pro ssds there is some reports of rapid health degradation degradation i was gonna say disintegration but that's (laughs) degradation 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 is a d i think you said a g I said I started with a D. No, but no, the second D you turn into a G. Oh, degradation. Degradation. Oh, whatever. Deg- <laughs> We're gonna go on to uh, some educational resources after this. <laughs> Let's carry on. Um, so they're saying some drives lost ten percent of their health in just a few weeks, and these are the nine ninety pros, and not just one size, but in many of the sizes. Right. And some people are reporting up to um, the one guy was saying a 60, where was it? A 60 something, 64% health status um, on his two terabyte drive. So 
people are running the crystal disc info as well as other um not just to crystal disc info but samsung magician um and others and it's coming up on all of these testing programs so to add to that the guy who reported 64 percent health status left on his drive uh, that was after only two terabytes of writing okay. so it this this happens when you write to the drive it's not so much when you like read but when you write when you write mm. to the drive you're slowly degrading the drive um yeah down further so that was only two terabytes which is far 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 from where it should be so um let's put it this way. let's before we go too far let's say that um this might be just a small issue yeah. i don't i i have a couple of samsung drives and they're great yeah um so hopefully it might it's just hopefully it's just a small issue amongst a few maybe a batch of them or something yeah. um but we'll see what happens down the road because I mean, you you pay a lot of money for a drive like this, and you yeah. you do want it to function properly for oh yeah for years and years. So yeah, and I'm with you. I I've I've been a fan of the Samsung SSDs and NVMEs as well. Yeah, um, and I would still buy them. So I believe I have a 980 Pro, if that I'm not mistaken, and a 970 Pro. I'm gonna back up and yeah. look. I have a box right here. Oh, I've got one of the boxes here. So that's the. 970 evo plus yeah yeah it's not so focusing it's not... On. there we go 970 evo plus yeah um but i've got a nine oh now i can't remember what the other one is but i do have a couple of them yeah um and they've they're working great for sure so right now something to add to that as well is that um as this article brings up is is this possibly like a, an, an error in the software reporting uh, through the SMART, the smart <clears throat> disk system. Is it, okay. is this some glitch? Is it, is it even accurate to what's going on or is this some like firmware problem? Uh, yeah. Firmware glitch. Yeah. Is there not even a problem and it's just, um, yeah. reporting bad reporting somehow on the, like the connection between the drive and the software. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because the one person had sent theirs to Samsung for an RMA and they sent it back. And then after being on Reddit, they are replacing it. Um, yeah. So hopefully they can figure out what the problem is and get that sorted out. Yeah. Yeah. Because the uh, actually I do have uh, hardware info. I'm going to check to see what my drive is at. I have an old um, drive. But yeah, usually if you if you have a drive for um, a year or two, I think it's normal to see it like 90 some percent. So if I, tr if I find the smart for my drive for this guy, oh, maybe I don't have it here. Oh, life drive remaining. Oh, <laughs> well, this one's at 76%. Would you look at that? Oh, oh it's deteriorating. <laughs> I have uh, but, one in my external enclosure here, so I'm trying to remember. That's the other one. I'm trying to remember what is in here. I'll pop that open and have a look. Oh, that is an a nine an SSD nine eighty in there. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, I have a. I think that may not even be a. Um, I think my SSD though is at ninety five percent remaining, and I have fourteen terabyte writes. So anyway, the drives do degrade, but when you if you. If you're if you're seeing it drop below ninety percent after like a month or two, that's bad. Like something's wrong. Yeah. Um. 
so it's it's normal it's normal to see wear and tear on it but not at the speed that people are reporting right now that's very yeah. unusual yeah. especially for samsung they're known for having i think pretty solid drives no that's true that is true so um well maybe if we hear more on that we can report back to you down the road yeah uh, let's dive into our last topic. This is kind of a fun one. We usually try to pick a fun one for our last topic. So um, last week we talked about Sony Walkmans. And this week we're going to talk about the Xbox Walkman. You might be saying, what? An Xbox Walkman? I don't know if that's the official name. That's what people are calling it. But it is a tape deck. Yes, an actual tape deck um, shaped like an Xbox. And... Unfortunately, you can't win one here yet, but you can win one in the UK. And there's a little uh, Twitter video here. If you go to the link in the description, you can watch this gentleman unboxing his. Um, they are, I think, like a publicity type of thing. So they do play tapes and they come with a tape filled with uh, tracks from um, Xbox and Bethesda titles, Halo, Infinite, right. Fallout 76, right. and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, if you, <laughs> if you search far and wide, you might be able to get yourself an Xbox tape deck. I'm Walk trying on. to see. I have, oh yeah, one sec here. Oh, you're leaving me. Oh, there you are. You're looking for your tape deck. Part, part of me wishes that like, it was like a, a chip tune version of the songs. I got this from a little bit shout out to planet X3. I got this. <laughs> When I bought a Commodore, the guy like threw this and he's like, Hey, I think you'll like this. And it, it's like, there's just something really nice about having like cassettes. See that zooms in. It's just really cool. Um, anyways, I don't think it is chip tune, but I think it'd be really cool if, it, if all the songs on there were like chip tune versions of the, uh, okay. Is that a soundtrack? Is that what that is? Yeah. This is a soundtrack for this, um, game, which was like, a. it had various ports, I think like the Commodore and maybe Amiga and stuff like that. Um, okay. Like a, mod a modern game made for older systems. Thomas is calling it the Zune 2.0. <laughs> I can even barely remember what the Zune was. That like an MP3 player back in the day? Isn't that Microsoft's like version of like a MP3 player that failed? It, 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 interesting. There, there, there is something satisfying about a, about a tape player. Yeah, um, I'll uh, I'll bring up an image here if I can find one. Something that I actually would like is actually a tape player, a modern one that has a lithium battery in it. That's actually rechargeable, USB rechargeable. Okay. So I don't because like right now I actually do want to tape a mobile tape player, but I got to put in AA batteries, old school. Um, so if this thing was like had like a lithium battery or something that actually it's kind of cool mm -hmm. this is the old zune that didn't make it very long that people mock okay <laughs> zune 2.0 of course thomas would know it yeah so he's uh well That's... everybody likes to make fun of the zune if, if we even remember it so yeah, so if you're uh, out and about, and especially in the UK, you can enter to win one of those. And if you watch your local Xbox websites, because there might be more coming to a draw near you, or check out eBay, maybe you can find one on there. 
So the interesting thing at the bottom there, well, let me just pull this up. I don't know if you saw this. There was a poll that I entered and it says, would you buy one of these? And, um, 32% said definitely no questions asked. This is with 527 votes. 32% said probably it would depend on the price. 4% maybe. 12% probably not. And 18% not interested at all. So that's most pretty people said high. they want one. Yeah. That's pretty high. So are, are tape decks or cassette players going to make a comeback? I don't know. It's the next thing after the record player. That's okay. Okay, Microsoft. Microsoft could corner the market in this one. New cassette player. Yeah. Here's the chance. <laughs> All right, let's jump over to our question of the day. Sure. Our question of the day is for you or following? So if you're a Twitter user, do you use the for you tab or the following tab? Which is your default? Which, which is, is your go-to? Well, the default for everyone is for you. No, but I, I mean, <laughs> what would be your preferred default? Yes, your pre your preferred default for you or following. Um, Steven, we already kind of talked about this. Following. Following? Yeah. I would say following, but I often forget and go to I'm on for you. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, this is annoying. <laughs> So following for sure. Yoshi says following. Cody says following. With an exclamation um, mark. Yes. Yeah, I, so I, he, already, I, I already talked he, about his troubles earlier. His following with the exclamation part is when he sees the button, he hits it five times. Well, because he, I almost wish he was on the show with us today to explain his frustration. He's As, as I said earlier, he, he told me earlier in the week or last week that like it was enough to make him almost quit the platform because it was confusing him. Like what, why am I getting this like stuff that I don't want to see? Um, so I, I kind of joke about hitting the button five times, but I was recently on elevators that you were supposed to hit the button every time for how many people were in your group. What? So you would actually, there was like a LCD screen type of thing. Yeah. And you hit the button, you hit the floor button however many people were in your group and then there was no buttons in the elevator like it would tell you which elevator to go to and it would go straight to that floor you couldn't change your mind in the elevator oh super confusing interesting huh thomas says i didn't know following was an option earlier today <laughs> yes it is an option it's kind of Am I mistaken in saying like they only used to have following? Like that's how it was a long time ago. It was always just this chronological timeline. I feel like. Uh, what? No. What? Before this, what was happening was the following and the for you were actually one thing. Okay. No, but like before they had for you, like, at, like ten years ago or whenever. Oh, it's it, it's been chrono from the start. It was like chronological. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, and that's where I've liked about it is I, I want the chronological, I want to read in time what's going on with the people I follow. I don't want it curated. I don't want it manipulated. Mm -hmm. I don't want it changed. Um, that's what, and that's where Twitter has like started. And so that's where like people, a lot of people want it. Don't mess with it. That's why we like your, that's why I like your platform. Yeah. So if you take away the reason why I like your platform, uh, then you can lose people like Cody. Like Cody was just about to be like, I'm out of here. This is bad. Mm -hmm. um, there's a reason why we like Twitter. Um, 
It's not. Yeah. So before before all the separation thing, it actually was more amalgamated of like, I don't like the stuff of like, uh, so-and-so, it'll be somebody I followed, but they'll say like, so-and-so also liked and also liked. Well, I, I, mm -hmm. I'm not wanting to see what they also, I want to see what they retweet. Yeah. Retweet exists because that's when someone says, yes, I want to retweet this. Because mm -hmm. um, I don't want everything that I like to show up publicly to everybody all the time. Yeah. It's it's just I, I don't like I appreciate it, but I don't think that my timeline of people will appreciate that. Mm -hmm. It's like I will retweet it if I want to. Yeah. Um. So that's where the yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. Um. Were we wanting to? Uh, oh, we have a Diggs. Diggs is back. I believe he's been on before, if I'm not mistaken. Hello, Diggs. What's up, Diggs? By the way, about. seven. How's it going? Us. How's it going, by the way? <laughs> He's over on Twitch. So uh, thanks for joining us on Twitch. Yeah. So, Twitch crew. The Twitch crew. Um, did we want to talk about the uh, Heaven Benchmark at all? Sure. Let, let's finish sure. up with let's Let's do it. Um, we don't have a title screen for this, but... This is a bonus article. This is a bonus. It's not even an article. It's a bonus pictures. Yeah. So um, some of you might know I bought a... Intel Arc A770, and I finally got it installed because I've been building my PC very slowly. And there's been a lot of bashing on the speeds of the Intel Arc, but recently they've done some driver updates and things. And I kind of just wanted to share my results of the Heaven Benchmark versus the 3060 in the exact same PC because a lot of people um, have been saying they're getting crummy results with this. So um, you'll have to uh, ignore the glare in the screen. So this is the Intel Arc A770. So this is an Intel i7-13700K with 32 gigs of DDR5. Mm -hmm. And so the FPS I got was 334.2. This is in the high settings. Um, and a score of 84.18. Now the interesting one here, and you pointed this out, was the minimum frames per second was 50.9. Yeah. And the max was 644. So yeah. um, let's just go with the first two just for argument's sake. So 334 mm -hmm. and 841. In the mm -hmm. exact same system running the 3060, it drops all the way down to 237.9 and a score of 5.59.92. Yeah. Um, so Big difference. A big difference like i don't know yeah. what that is a 40 percent upgrade or i don't know the math but um so that's this exact same system running a 3060. now i did pull up my old benchmark on the ryzen 7 um, 5800x as well and it was very close to these numbers i think i showed you that picture there yesterday right. um yeah. so I, there wasn't a big difference between the ryzen 7 um, 5800x and the it's gpu bottleneck yeah exactly um so I was pleasantly surprised with that. That was bigger than I had. So I was thinking that the 3060 and the A770 were going to be much closer. Um, and yeah. they may have been much closer before the recent uh, driver updates that Intel did with their direct well, stuff. And that's what I was going to say is I did watch some videos of people who have done this with their um, Intel arcs and they were getting lower results than this. And right not as happy with them but i think the recent um i'm running the beta drivers that just came out just over a week ago 
Yeah. And I'm getting really good results with that. So well, what I'm thinking you should do almost if you're interested in doing it, I almost think you should run, go check the older drivers and see if you can find where it, it jumped to this change. Cause that might be a good video for you to do on like a short being like, so on the Intel website, it's only showing the last one, which is the beta and the one that came out like a few days before that. It's okay. not showing the older drivers. I mean, I'd have to go search around um, and see if I could find them, but I don't really want to install the older drivers. <laughs> from some sketch, from some sketchy website. <laughs> but um, yeah. It's a uh, video. So do, do you know about the drivers? Do you want to explain what the problem was? Like why, or do you know, do you know at all about that or? Well, we had talked about that before. I'm just trying to remember, I'm trying to remember, um, was it DirectX 10 or 11? But because like they've been they've been good for DirectX 12 mm -hmm. drivers, but they've been struggling to like uh, how much do they focus their drivers on older DirectX um, APIs like 10 and 11. And I can't yeah. remember if it was 11 they really bumped up or 10. Um, I can't remember, but it, it it significantly improved performance for the older DirectX drivers. Mm -hmm. So the Heaven benchmark is DirectX 11. Okay. So, and that might be why there was a huge jump um, yeah. from before that driver update. About was it two months ago that that happened? Yeah, I now? feel like the initial one was a couple months ago. Um, but I think so. A lot of people, the problem people were having was with older games not performing well. The newer ones seemed to perform quite well. It was the older ones, and hopefully, this is fixing some of those issues. Yeah. Okay. They they improved DirectX nine performance is what they really updated. But there may have been there, but there may have also been improvements to other DirectX um, mm -hmm. layers as well. It's interesting how they've done it. They're utilizing, if I heard correctly, it's even part of like what Valve or Steam was using for stuff. Maybe for the Linux layer, they're like okay. injecting. They have their drivers for for DirectX, but then they'll, they'll like use like this other layer where it's more faster. Like it's mm -hmm. emulated, but this really faster layer. And then they, anyways, it's kind of neat, but that might've been where um, you've seen videos before to now there could be a significant difference, which is very interesting. Cause yeah. that's, I was thinking that the 3060 and the A770 were kind of more close and that's not close. Yeah. At least in that yeah. test. So, I mean, hopefully with more drivers, I think if it becomes more stable that more people look into buying a GPU. I think I know you are missing out on a lot of the um, NVIDIA perks of RTX voice and that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, hopefully more of that stuff will come to the Intel one as well. Because I think if they can get it dialed in and working really well, it's good value for the money. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I would say yeah, especially for media content creators, um, mm. the, the Intel GPU seem to have good um, support for encoding decoding. Yeah. Um, so but if you need, I haven't, to... I haven't had much time to play a game with it. I did um, jump into a quick game of Battlefield 2042 on high yeah. settings, and it just it performed really well with that. Um, right. But I haven't had a lot more time than that to to try it out. So. Right. But yeah. Well, why don't we wind it down there, Stephen? Um, somehow I thought we'd be done in 20 minutes today and we're still pulling up on 50 minutes. So right. um, what happens again at 100 subscribers? Yeah, so at 100 subscribers, we're looking to upgrade our 720p feed to a 1080p feed. Yay! Yay. And um, looking looking for ways to like bump up this con uh, the quality of our content a little bit. 
And mm -hmm. uh, that's one more way we'd like to do it. Um, we've also been, so yeah, so at 100 subscribers, um, we're looking to make that upgrade. So if you'd like to support us and encourage us to keep going with this channel, um, feel free to subscribe if you haven't already. That's for 100 subscribers on YouTube. Um, that's where we're counting it. So it doesn't include the other places, sorry. But um, yeah, anyhow, that's what we're looking to do. And yeah. uh, 1,000 subs, 1440p, well, we'll see. We'll see if that's even an option on the table. But uh, <laughs> Thomas is asking there. Yeah, so. uh, I, I don't know. Uh, 1440p streaming is... It's much. not easy. It's a lot on the bandwidth, so um, we'll see. One more thing, though, before we finish off. Uh, we've also been playing with doing evening streams instead of morning streams. So that's the thing that we're still playing with, and we're, we haven't fully decided yet on what we'll be doing there, but that's mm -hmm. something in the works as well. So Yeah. So We'd like awesome. to match time. Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I appreciate everyone who's joined us here today, and especially um, all of you who stuck through the whole thing or watching on the replay or even on the podcast. Thanks for watching and listening over there so we do appreciate it yeah. any anything else you want to say or are we done for the day no i think that's good for today awesome well thank you everyone for joining us and until next time have a good week bye-bye take care guys